everyone. Thanks again for tuning in to Sims Workshop. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. Alright, today we're going to be talking about The Queen's Secret by Melissa De La Cruz. Um, so to say, I was <clears throat> as disappointed with this book as I was with the previous book, and for much of the same reason. My biggest problem with this novel was just the writing. The story itself just felt like a generic fantasy, um, which is such a disappointment to me because when I think of Melissa de la Cruz, I think of reinvention. I feel like she's an author who reinvents whatever genre she's writing. I mean, a perfect example for me would be her Blue Blood series. She does an interesting take on vampires and vampirism, which I've never seen before. And did she did I think she did a fantastic job with reinventing vampires and even witches. Uh, I didn't get to finish reading the spin-off series, which is of East East End, unfortunately. But I think she did a really good job with her. A reinvention. I think she did an excellent job with her storytelling with those two series. Those are the two that come to mind when it comes to Melissa de la Cruz. With the Queen's, Se the Queen's Secret series, I felt like it was just very generic. Again, nothing stood out to me as far as the storytelling went. It was just another fantasy. It was somewhat predictable and I'll get to that in a second and the characters they don't really shine a lot much like with the first book I will say this one improvement De La Cruz made with this book was with the dynamics between Caledon and Shadow also known as Lilac and Sorry, drinking my cup of coffee at the same time. And I think it was better. In the first book, I really didn't feel of that romantic tension between them. I felt like it was forced. I felt like it was an afterthought. Like, oh, they've been on this journey together. Let's just make them romantic interests. I don't think it was necessary in the first book um, whatsoever. Mainly because these characters don't shine a lot on their own. They need to be talking in order to shine. Now, that's kind of the same with this book. However, I found that the romantic part of their relationship was more defined. It was more definitive. Um, it led to greater tension within the characters which allow those moments when they're bickering an argument to really bring out who they are. Granted, it pissed me off a little bit. Why? Because I just want to smack them and be like, oh my god, will you just talk to one another? You're not talking to one another. You're just keeping everything bottled in and you're letting your insecurities get the better of you instead of actually communicating with the other person. Um, that's like all their conversations. Granted, you know, they don't have a perfect relation, relationship. 
Um, the reason being, she is married to a king. It's a purely political marriage. They've never once consummated their marriage. Um, as far as anyone knows, they have. But him and her, I mean, they, they've reached common ground uh, through the events of this novel. You could say they become friends, and they've reached an understanding that allows Caledon to be a bigger part of uh, Lilac's life near the end. However, throughout the entire story, you understand, you know, this is... Their political marriage does come with perceptions that have to be maintained. So you understand where the tension is coming from, 100%. But... You still want to smack them. I did anyway when I was reading it. I just I was just like, oh god, you guys are idiots. Y'all are idiots. That was me. <laughs> so at least it did inspire some emotion from me. I will say that because the previous novel really didn't. When they were romantic um, partners, I was just very blah about it. Wasn't really a fan. Once again, Lilac's mother continues to disappoint me. Um, I hate her so much. I really wish she would die. She is probably the most selfish queen in the world. She doesn't care a lick about her daughter's happiness. She only cares about recreating the De La Forêt regime and uniting all the kingdoms, which is all fine and dandy, but... It's like, you weren't supposed to marry your husband to begin with. You guys chose to marry each other and ignored everyone else and married for love. You know, so I, it's like, I don't like her. Needless to say, I don't like her at all, not one bit. Um, she is just not a good person. <laughs> uh, and that's another thing. She's in this novel a little bit more, so I'm just like, oh, God, this, this woman... I, I would be happy if she weren't in the book at all. She adds nothing. She's just there. So, that's that. Um, but again, on Caledon Shadow, when they're not together, they seem to lack substance. Caledon goes on his little mini quest and Lilac is stuck at the kingdom, you know, She's having to contend with dark magic that is linking itself to her. Um, you know, whether it be with a horse or whether it be with um, lilac-covered snow. They, this dark magic is linking itself to her in a very negative way for the kingdom that she has just become part of. So she has to contend with that. And she has to contend with this small, like, petty court who doesn't really respect her. Uh, they don't really think highly of her at all. Whereas the king, he's just like, this chick's really smart. Y'all should listen to her. So I do like the king. He doesn't really get a, a lot of showcasing. But I do like her husband. Um, he does tend to side, you know, side with her. As for Caledon and Rima, Rima and Jander when they're on their journey, uh, 
I mean, with the storytelling, this is supposed to be the conclusion to the series, right? And I felt like it was rushed. Because Kaladon's on this journey, and you're kind of wondering, okay, where are we going with this? Because I'm already like 85% done with this book. Don't need to get back to the castle. They do get back to the castle. And I'm like, okay, what's happening? That's where I was when I was reading. I'm like, okay, we're running out of space in this book. I kind of need you to come to this conclusion a little bit faster. So I felt like much of the plot was dragged out, which kind of sucked because that ending was very anticlimactic. I was like, oh, that's it? Okay. It was very anticlimactic. You know, Lilac gets to show off her fighting skills for one second. And that's it. And I was like, huh. Well then. That sucked. Um, That was literally me. And I said that out loud. And my husband looked at me. He's like, what sucked? I'm like, the ending. I'm like, it was very anticlimactic. I'm like... This book just spent so much time dragging out all the mystery of the Euphrasians and all this dark magic. And in one swell, clean swoop, it's all resolved. Bad guy dies. And nothing else happened. And I'm like, huh. Alright. I think it's a bitter disappointment to me because we really don't get to see Lilac do use her fighting skills like we did in the first book you know she's just the queen now but that doesn't mean she can't showcase her fighting skills in a very interesting and creative way um she's taking a more political route which is okay i mean it's okay but i wish we could have seen more of her skill as a fighter Honestly. That is uh, where I'm at here. So, The Queen's Secret was just very underwhelming for me. It, it suffers much of the same problems as the first novel. I just didn't feel like it connected with me at all. I felt like it was very generic. I feel like these characters continue to just lack substance and passion. That's it. The story lacks passion. That's why it doesn't feel like Melissa de la Cruz. Honestly, it feels more like they decided, hey, we're just gonna ghost write this story. This, this, I feel like she had an idea. Maybe she didn't have time for it. Pitched it to the publisher and they're like, okay, we'll get you a ghost writer. And then the ghostwriter wrote it. That's what it feels like. It doesn't feel like Melissa De La Cruz wrote this. It feels like a ghostwriter. Which is really crappy. Because it lacks all of her passion. I'm not saying that that's the fact. That's just how it feels to me. It feels like a ghostwriter wrote this. And not Melissa De La Cruz. Because it's very generic. It's. It lacks passion. It lacks strong characterization, memorable characterization. It just doesn't feel like her story, and it doesn't feel like her, which is probably why I wasn't able to connect to it. Because I'm reading, I'm like, this can't possibly be Melissa Delight Cruz. 
This can't possibly be her because I loved her writing style. And now I'm just like, ugh, whatever, okay. It just is what it is, I guess. But anyway, I'm going to go ahead and give uh, The Queen's Secret 3 out of 5 stars. It's not terrible, you know? It's not terrible. Um, it's not poorly written. It just... Lack, it, it, it just lacks some structuring, um, it lacks passion, and it lacks a voice because it just doesn't feel fresh or unique at all. It just, like I said, feels like another generic fantasy. But again, my opinion is my own, and it will always be my own. You may feel differently, so I do recommend checking this book out from your local library. If you love it, please purchase it from your preferred book retailer please not amazon go to your preferred book retailer because they deserve more support than amazon does and on that note i hope you all will continue to support me by liking this podcast following it and sharing it with all your book loving friends you can also become a sponsor on anchor for a dollar a month There's information on that in the description. Hope you all have a great rest of your day. And as always, happy reading. Mm